Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionists and dietitians from Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We explain the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned for practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through real food nutrition. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just well, welcome down, to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kvist. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and a licensed nutritionist and the founder of Dishing Up Nutrition. I am so pleased to bring you this special radio show and podcast on the role of omega-3 fatty acids in healing concussions. You know, I really hope my niece Brenda and her husband Eric and her son Ben are listening because the information that Dr. Michael Lewis will be sharing is something I think every parent, every child, every athlete, every veteran, and every family member needs to hear. Can you tell that I'm really excited about this show? I can. <laughs> uh, because I think this is critical information. You know, I have registered dietitian Cassie Wienas to help me co-host and to help me out through the whole show. Um, and I'm so. glad to be here, Dar. I just want to say thank you again for asking me to be on the show this morning because I've heard Dr. Michael Lewis interviewed in the past, and he is just a wealth of information. So I feel really honored to be here on the radio with you today and, and having Dr. Michael Lewis with us via phone. So with that, joining us this morning by phone from the East Coast is Dr. Michael Lewis, Obviously, he's a medical doctor, but he's also a retired United States Army colonel, and he's the founder of the nonprofit organization Brain Health Education and Research Institute. And it doesn't stop there. Dr. Lewis is also the author of the best-selling book called When Brains Collide, What Every Athlete and Parent Should Know About the Prevention and Treatment of Concussions and Head Injuries. Wow, that's a big... That's a mouthful of a title, but I think it's because there's so much great information in that book. Dr. Lewis, welcome to the show, and we really thank you for taking time to be on Dishing Up Nutrition this morning. So, you know what? we got a few questions for you this morning. So, do you have a lot of answers? I I hope I do. (laughs) So... Cassie, you want to start with the first question? Well, I think right off the bat, Dr. Lewis, just to kind of set the tone for the show, I'd love to have you answer this. You know, as you think back about all of your research and all of the people you've worked with and all the people you've helped, what would be one or two key takeaways that you would like everyone listening to leave with today in the area of healing concussions or healing from any type of brain trauma? Well, I think some of the biggest things are just basic, uh, getting back to the basics, you know, uh, the concept of diet and exercise, lifestyle, you know, good quality lifestyle medicine. Um, and, you know, we've, we've been told for so long, if you had a head injury, you know, don't exercise, go sit in a dark room and don't do anything. And, you know, nobody ever talks. How many times do you go to the emergency room or to mm-hmm. your doctor for something like this and you're t- and you're talked to about, you know, what you're eating. And uh, so just that concept of lifestyle, diet and exercise, I think are just a discussion we don't seem to ever have. So, so Dr. Lewis, let's bring it down to where our listeners really can hear this. It's when you say diet, let's talk about that first. 
Well, what are you really meaning when you say that for people? Because, you know, everyone has a different opinion of what that means. Well, the only diet that's ever been shown to be brain healthy is the Mediterranean style diet. And so, you know, fruits, more of a, a nature based fruits, nuts, uh, vegetables, um, real food, lean, lean, pro, lean proteins, you know, seafood preferably. And, uh, and olive oil and, you know, skipping the vegetable oils and all the other bad stuff that's in our diet these days. So no trips to the fast food places. I almost said one and I caught myself. <laughs> <laughs> no trips to the fast food places for brain health. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, we need to, you know, and you're struggling with the head injury. Some of the worst things you can do is not just the junk food and fast foods, but also sugars. Um, you know, we've got a, quite a sweet tooth we do. in this country. And we really, you know, that's the simple sugars are one of the most important things to cut out right away. Boy, doesn't that make sense? Because we always talk here about how sugar equals inflammation. And when I was watching a presentation that you gave not that long ago, I was watching it on your website last night. You were showing scans of how that inflammation in the brain, you know, lingers for a long time after that blow to the head. And then if you're eating a lot of sugar on top of it, you're just adding insult to injury. So you really are. And, uh, and you know, but how many times do you go to the doctor's office and you're talked to about eating too much sugar? Yeah. It just doesn't happen, unfortunately. It never happens. So, Dr. Lewis, how did you get involved in this? And what, you know, what kind of made you, kind of inspire you actually to create this nonprofit organization that you have, this Health Education and Research Institute? Well, as you mentioned, I you know I spent uh, most of my adult life in the army. I mm-hmm. ended up thirty one and a half years in the army, and uh, and uh, my last assignment was at the uh, Walter Reed National Medical Center outside of Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. And it was really um, you know being around wounded warriors and think what can I be doing to help with the effort. And uh, I went to the head of research and asked. Is anybody looking at the use of omega-3s to help our soldiers recover from traumatic brain injury? And the answer was no. Why don't you? Okay. So just talk a little bit more about, you know, how you use omega-3s. What, first of all, what are omega-3s? I mean, a lot of people don't even know. You know, and sometimes we have clients that come in and they'll say, I'm taking an omega-3 and then they're, they're taking one, you know. And but not so you must be on the you must be somewhere where there's a lot of traffic going on. Uh, unfortunately, just uh, occasionally right behind me. Um, <laughs> I apologize for that. Okay, <laughs> he's multitasking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what are omega threes? Well, omega threes are um, you know a particular type of fat. There's there's you know saturated fats. And then there's unsaturated fats. And uh, omega-3s are long-chain polyunsaturated fats. It means they, they've got lots of spaces, double bonds and spaces where things can happen. But the, where it really becomes important is that our brains are about 30% of the weight of our brain is made up of these omega-3 fats. 
And, um, and you know, we also have omega-6 type of fats, but the, that's really important to uh, understand the difference. The omega-6s are uh, basically pro-inflammatory, cause and feed the inflammation. And that's important because when we have an injury, you want inflammation. You have to have inflammation, mm-hmm. but you have to be able to resolve it. And that's where the omega-3s come in is... Omega-3s are the, is what helps us resolve the inflammation. The, the problem is we have so many omega-6s in our diet from the fast foods and everything else that we have a, and we don't eat enough seafood uh, or leafy green vegetables to have a lot of good omega-3 fats in our system, in our tissue, in our brains. Yeah, and I think just to clarify, I, I love that you... Um, you know, said we have too many omega-6s in the American diet. And if people are in their kitchen and can pull out some foods from the cupboard, see if you find soybean oil in the ingredient list or corn oil or cottonseed oil. These oils are so prevalent, and I don't even think people realize they're putting them in their mouth every day. And then it gets us out of balance. So, so Dr. Lewis... If you had, you know, like Cassie, you have a couple of young teenagers at home. Right. Um, do you kind of recommend a certain way of, of feeding your kids to help support brain health, whether they have a concussion or whether they don't have a concussion? Or what I'm really looking for is, are there ways that we should be feeding our kids or even adults that if they happen to get a concussion, that their brain is in better, better able to handle that. Did you understand well, my question? <laughs> I, I I do, and there's some, and so there's two things, three things that we need to think about doing. One is um, uh, eating on a regular basis, just eating better, eating healthier. Um, you know, one of the best things even with teenagers is you know, teach them how to eat good seafood. My my teenagers love the salmon that I make on the grill. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, you know, we try to have it at least once a week. Mm-hmm. But even that's not enough. Um, what really can is important is the... Yeah, so number one, decrease the bad stuff in your diet. Number two is increase the good stuff in your diet. But number three is it's the reason why we have supplementation. And so I advocate, I'm a big advocate for uh, fish oil supplementation because I know we don't get enough Dr. Lewis, from our diet. I yeah. want to talk more about that supplementation piece. We do have to take a quick commercial break, but let's come back on the other side and talk about supplementation of the omega-3s. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition this morning. Dar and I are talking about the benefits of nutrition and omega-3 fish oils for brain health, especially for treating concussions. And we have with us on the line Dr. Michael Lewis, our special guest. He's the founder of the nonprofit Brain Health Education and Research Institute. Please keep listening because he has been researching and treating brain injuries for over 30 years. And I know he has so much more to share with us. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you are listening to us live today, I think that's great. If you want to share this show with a family or friends, you know, we have a podcast of this show, and it'll be on our website, weightandwellness.com, next week early. I believe this show is really going to be a keeper, because we've got more important questions to ask. 
you know, and one that you're going to want to share with your friends and listen to it over and over. The brain is the most important organ in our body. And it's time we learned how to care for it, how to feed it, and how to nourish it. That said, today is the last day to save 15% on all our NutriKey products. And NutriKey Omega-3 is a pharmaceutical grade and a very high quality supplement for your body and your brain. So I say stock up today and save. You know, you can order online at weightandwellness.com or just stop in at any of our seven locations. And we're back to talking about brain health. And Cassie, you had a question, I think. Well, first, I want, I would love for Dr. Lewis to finish up his thought there on omega 3s. Um, yeah, you were talking how to feed our bodies and our kids well, but then how important supplementation is. Could you pick it up there where you left off? Well, um, I'm not sure exactly where, uh, you know, so omega 3s. Um, you know, we don't get enough of them in our diet. And so that's where supplementation comes in. I mean, think about the word, you know, it means to, to supplement, not to replace, um, what we're eating. And mm-hmm. it's not, um, you know, so I advocate that we supplement not just after a head injury, but ahead of a head injury. You know, if we can, increase the resilience of the brain to withstand injury in the first place, mm-hmm. then, um, it, or if an injury does occur, you've got the right amount of omega-3s already on board to help with the healing process. Okay. Interesting. That was one of my questions that Dar and I were talking about before you came on air. I said, I am so curious if you feed the brain right and supplement right, can you get it to a place where it's going to withstand less damage when that blow to the head comes so if i hear you right you're saying yes let's let's be proactive here too and and make a healthier organ so it can stand up better to an attack basically so dr lewis you know if you've got a say a a 10 year old or a 12 year old or even an eight year old how many omega-3 fish oil capsules soft gels would you recommend that parents start having their children take. Do you have a recommendation on that? Well, the the complicated answer is going to be, um, you know, the sort of the the pedi- pediatrician kind of answer is forty milligrams per kilogram. Mm-hmm. You know, most people are like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> in in reality, I mean, if you've got a say a twelve year old and um, Basically, I would consider that, uh, you know, they should be at the adult dose, which is essentially 3,000, what the FDA tells us is generally recognized as safe as 3,000 milligrams a day. And mm-hmm. so with good quality products out there, that's three fish oil capsules. And certainly, you know, fish oil doesn't come just in capsules. You can get it in liquid, it, you know, gels, um uh, juice boxes and other ways, uh, gummy bears and others. But uh, to get 3,000 milligrams a day for, say, a high school soccer player, a ice hockey player, a football player, three capsules a day of good quality stuff will do the job. Okay. Okay, so that's that's just like every day for good brain health. So now let's say somebody comes to you, they've had a bad concussion 
what kind of a protocol do you put them on from there? Because I'm assuming it's more. Dr. Lewis? Sorry, what I... I got distracted there for half a second and That's I okay. really apologize. No, you're fine. So I was saying, so you were saying, you know, 3000 milligrams a day, which is kind of an adult dose is, is good for a teenager too. That's just every day to establish a healthy brain. If that same kid or say an adult came to you with a pretty bad concussion, then what do you recommend? Do you have a certain protocol? Absolutely. So what I call the Omega Protocol um, is to essentially take that 3,000 milligram dose and and kind of do a loading dose. I want to triple that up. So I would do that breakfast, lunch, dinner, before school, after school, bedtime. Um, so you're talking... At least a week. Okay. You're talking like nine then. Correct. Okay. Um, for a week. For I a mean, week. I look at it as a loading dose. And, yep. and with those doses... People notice an improvement within uh, within one or two days. I mean, it's not a cure. It's, mm-hmm. We're talking about nutrition, but um, but people will notice an improvement in their brain health, their that the lifting of that brain fog, uh, energy levels, things that um, you know that really plague people after a head injury, mm-hmm. and um, and with the nine thousand milligrams a day, if you can make a difference in one or two or three days that's that's may make a big difference in somebody's life so you do that for a week nine a day for a week and then what happens the second week do you keep that level up or well it depends if the symptoms are still around but not and not quite gone then i would keep it up sometimes if somebody's had an injury months or years ago i'll do that actually for uh more like a month and then uh, and then try to get them back down to that 3000 milligrams a day. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I I don't know if uh people that are listening have an idea of what you really do. I mean, do you actually see clients now? Do you see patients or are you just basically, you know, I I knew of you when I you went and spoke at the American College of Nutrition conference three years ago, and I was so impressed with what you were saying. Um, do you see people now? Do you see clients now the, at, at, at all? I think I lost Dr. Them. Lewis, are you here? No, I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I do. I am just outside of Washington, D.C., and um, so I do a couple of things. One is um, I... I have a small practice. I do see patients, um, and basically, I only I focus completely on patients that have struggled to recover from a traumatic brain injury. Um, so, people that are struggling months or years after a head injury. Um, okay. So um, we're going to have to take a quick oh, break, Dar, and then okay. I'll I'll let you ask that question when we come back. So, stay okay. with us, Dr. Lewis. For anybody just recently tuning in, you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Our topic this morning is the role of omega-3s and nutrition in healing concussions. Before we head off to commercial, if you haven't noticed it yet, spring is finally in the air, at least here in Minnesota. 
So I know my middle schooler didn't wear his coat all week this week, even though it's a little chilly in the mornings, but he's so ready for spring. So if you're the same and you've been taking that coat off, maybe you've glanced in the mirror and said, oh, shoot, I can't cover up my winter weight gain any longer. Well, if it's time for you to do something about that, I'd like to suggest joining our Nutrition for Weight Loss program. We have new classes starting April 9th at all of our seven office locations. And you can check out the days, times, and locations at weightandwellness.com. Or you can call 651-699-3438 and ask your questions to somebody in person. And remember, the Nutrition for Weight Loss Plan is not a starvation diet. It's a real food eating plan. One more bit of housekeeping before we go to commercial. Next Saturday here on Dishing Up Nutrition, it's going to be Dar, the owner of Nutritional Weight and Wellness again, along with Brittany and Teresa, and their topic will be overcoming fatigue. That's going to be another great show. Be sure to tune in. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, I am very pleased to announce that two of the major health insurance companies have now decided to cover nutrition therapy for many problems. That is wonderful mm -hmm. news. So if you have a cholesterol issue or maybe a problem with acid reflux or diarrhea, obesity, or any other health problem that you might have, you know, they might just qualify for insurance Insurance coverage. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know if your health insurance covers nutrition therapy, call us at 651-699-3438 to find the answer and perhaps set up a one-on-one appointment. Our nutritionists and dietitians are ready to answer your questions and help you find solutions to your health problems. After all these years, nutrition therapy is starting to be covered by health insurance. I love it. And, you know, that is actually one of the reasons back in 1996 that I became licensed so I would qualify for insurance coverage. It only takes a few years to have this happen. I, Dar, I never thought it would happen, honestly. So, yeah, we just can wait it out long enough. Yay. So now we have more questions for Dr. Lewis. We do. So, Dr. Lewis, are you still with us? I am. Good. All right. So, um, yeah, you were talking about how you're in private practice and you're working with people with traumatic brain injury. And, and just to clarify, a concussion is traumatic a traumatic brain injury. But I have a, a question. I was... Uh, watching a video of you give a presentation here this past week, and you gave a couple of what I'll call case studies that, I, I mean, I walked away and I said to my husband, these were like miracles that Dr. Lewis just talked about. Do you do any of those um, scenarios that pretty much seemed miraculous where somebody had a terrible traumatic brain injury and, and you came in and were able to really help through a nutrition protocol? Do any of those come to mind that you could share with the listeners? Well, the one that uh, that you're probably familiar with and, and kind of got got me a little notoriety, if you will, is uh, and partly because Sanjay Gupta picked up and did a, a pretty big, like an eight-minute segment on this story on CNN, is um, the story of Bobby. Um, Bobby was in a car accident um, when he was 17, 18 years old, senior in high school, terrible accident and uh, he really should have uh, you know for all intents and purposes should have should have died literally um and the parents were out of town and they were told pull the you know when they got there to the, to the hospital 
uh, pull the plug. There's no chance that this kid's going to survive. And even if he does, he'll never come out of a coma. And so I, the, the family got in touch with me, and I talked to the neurosurgeon and said, well, you got nothing to lose. Why don't we try flooding him, flooding his body with omega-3s, what it took to make his brain in the first place. If it, there's no downside, it's just mm-hmm. nutrition. So uh, let's see what happens. And the real short of the story is Bobby went to his high school graduation three months later. Wow. Yes, that was one of the stories I watched. Now, there's a little bit more to this story because I know the mom of Bobby's was in one of my first uh, nutrition seminars that I went to, you know, 100 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. <laughs> so anyway, really? it's a small world, isn't oh, it? Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Lewis, I have a question. You know, you kind of kind of can, can you kind of compare your treatment with what is kind of the conventional treatment. You know, I remember my daughter was on a sledding accident when she was about 10 years old, hit a tree, and of course had a concussion, took her to ER, uh, and they basically said, take her home and put her to bed. And that was it. There was no other, no nothing else to talk about. So can you describe to, to the parents that are listening and to the other people how your treatment act just changed, it's different than that type of treatment. Well, yeah, and, uh, you know, that's where I, I talk about getting back to, you know, diet and exercise. And so when I mean diet and exercise, I mean, you know, eating healthy all the time, of mm-hmm. course. And we talked about fish oil supplementation and such. But exercise, that's, that's one area that's starting to finally change. We, you know, there were some studies, I think, out of Buffalo or Toronto that basically showed that kids that ignored the advice and actually became active quicker got better quicker. And it subsequently has carried on even randomized clinical trials to look at exercise versus no exercise. And every day you delay exercising after a head injury, your chances of having a bad recovery increase. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. interesting. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, Dar, I think it's the same um, advice that's given out. In the past about year and a half, there's been three boys my son's age. He's 13. Um, two on the same basketball team, one on a, a another team that had concussions. And it was just, you know, don't play, uh, don't look at the screen, stay in, in dim light. So you're saying get up, get moving, and, and probably take some extra omega-3s. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that I'll always point out is uh, a a colleague of mine who runs the MD, PhD, neurosurgeon, runs the program, the concussion program at Stanford University. And he, when they have a division one athlete that has a concussion, they put them on the treadmill or or a bike the next day, Mm. the day after a concussion. Um, you know, and I asked him, well, well, what if they have a headache? And he goes, I, you know, kind of just laughing as I give him a Motrin and tell him to keep on, keep running. Um, but he goes, but when you exercise, especially athletes, when you exercise them right away, and I don't mean back into a game, I mean, you know, a safe aerobic exercise, um, they just get better quicker. And science is finally starting to, you know, bear mm-hmm. that out. 
Well, I would bet it has in part to do with the fact that exercise can help reduce inflammation. Um, but I love that you said that, and we need to point out, we're not saying get them back in the game. It's not that, you know, get tough and get back out there like some generations did, but but a safe exercise. I have a question, too, that I thought of here as you're talking. So after, um, let's just say there's a football player, high school football player, he's had two or three concussions. How much more prone, if at all, is your head to another concussion, are you more susceptible because you've had a couple? Yes, absolutely. Um, and that's one of the questions that people often ask. Is how many concussions before I have to pull my kid out of the game? Uh, I mean, and I don't mean out of the game. Out of the I mean sport. out of out of the sport. Yeah. Um, so. You know, there's there's some good evidence that three or more documented concussions raises your risk for uh, long-term um, problems, um, you know, cognitive problems. But there's no hard and fast rule. It's, you know, some people could have 10 concussions and be perfectly fine, and other people, one concussion can be debilitating for life. So I think there's a big genetic component, but I think environmentally, you know, it gets back to, again, you know, what's one person's lifestyle? If, um, you know, if they're exercising on a regular basis, if they're eating healthy, not eating the sugars and doing the right things, um, that's, that's the only good way forward. We don't have any particular solid answers in science yet. So another question, I think a lot of parents were, at least I think as a parent, I would have been thought thinking this, if my son or daughter had a concussion, what is the future possible problem with not, not only learning, but also with kind of their personality? Uh, is there any research that talks about that? Um, you must know all the research by now. <laughs> you probably did the research. <laughs> probably did the research. That's right. Well, I, I definitely did not. There's a lot of good people out there doing a lot of great research. Um, and um, it's, uh, I just actually blanked on what what was the question behind that. You got me thrown off with the, the research. Um, <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's all right. I think what we're saying is like, could you be more prone to depression or, or you know, personality changes personality after so changes. many after a blow or one? Or, well, actually, all right. So you know, you bring up a great point and, and a great area that we could talk about for a for a moment, Good. and that. Um, all right, so on that you, note, then, you, I think I have to cut you off, Dr. Lewis, because okay, the producer... Commercial break. Shoot, okay. the produ- I'm going to blame it on the producer. She's given me okay. the signal, but I really want to come back and talk about this. So, man, this hour is flying by. Before we do take our final break, I want to say thank you to all of our listeners tuning in to Dishing Up Nutrition today. And if by the time this show is over, which is shortly, if you still have more questions about brain health, brain injuries, concussions, I really encourage you to pick up Dr. Michael Lewis's best-selling book called When Brains Collide, What Every Athlete and Parent Should Know About the Prevention and Treatment of Concussions and Head Injuries. As we kind of joked about at the beginning of the show, it is a long title, but that's because it truly is filled with a lot of of valuable information. And don't go away because we'll be talking more with Dr. Lewis on the backside of this break. Gun. 
Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, to celebrate spring, we're offering many of our popular 90-minute classes for only $10. You know, in the past, when we offered our regular classes for only $10, they filled up quickly. So if you want to save your seat for, you know, here's some ideas. Uh, Five steps to boost metabolism. Or we have a class called Stress, Food, and You, or Eating to Reduce Pain and Inflammation. You know, so if you want a spot, I suggest that you sign up today. You know, so go to weightandwellness.com and you can sign up online or you can just call us and we'll do it for you. So our number is 651-699-3438. And we also have some additional savings. And today's the last day. It's on our supplements and it is on, we're taking 15% off on nutritional counseling on their appointments. And that's a big savings when you take 15% off of mm -hmm. that initial consult. That's a great deal. So don't miss out on any of these specials. And again, just call 651-699-3438. And so we're back with Dr. Lewis, hopefully. (laughs) Can we still have you there, Dr. Lewis? Yep, you do. I haven't haven't run away yet. (laughs) Oh, good. Thank you. (laughs) So we have some more questions for you. Uh, Cassie, you were. Well, I cut him off on right when we were leaving for. Um, or I cut you off because we had one more commercial break there that I I blamed on Hope over there on the other side of the screen. What was that <laughs> conversation that I interrupted? Now I forgot. Well, uh, we were talking about uh, like what are. Well, the question was more about mood changes. Yes, yes, and, yes. Uh, thank you. Associated with concussion, so mm-hmm. which kind of wanted to lead me down the line of talking about, you know, what, what to look for after a concussion. Or yes. What to look for. And I always, I was kind of, not pick on, but I always kind of target um, teenagers and particularly not just the teenagers, but moms. Because I'm convinced moms and wives can change the world. So oh, it's great. really, you know, wow. a discussion for moms. I like that. <laughs> Um, but you know, so what to look for, um, you know, the obvious ones after, you know, that somebody's had a big blow and uh, to the head and, and all that, that's, that's obvious, but sometimes you don't know. Sometimes mm-hmm. say it happened at practice and the kid didn't tell anybody. And now you've got a teenager who's become moody and irritable and maybe even a, per, you know, a personality change. And, you know, that should be a red flag. The other red flag is, you know, a kid that's doing really well in school, a straight-A student who now all of a sudden struggling in class and or even failing classes, another big red flag. Um, but I'll say, you know, typically what I say is um, when we're looking at, you know, what are the uh, what are the issues with chronic concussions, ones that aren't getting better, um, you know, and it's really three big ones that kind of stand out a lot. Headaches are really common, but even more common is just sort of overwhelming fatigue and brain fog. Just can't think. Um, and the way I always describe it is it's like having a head cold without the runny nose. You know, when you just don't feel like doing anything, you just want to crawl back in bed, you can't think, you don't want to think. You know, so uh, it's like a head cold without the runny nose is the way I describe it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just in reading your biography and things, I, I really, and I know Dar does too, appreciate your passion 
to bringing awareness to the general public of, you know, of these signs to look for just about the dangers of concussions and brain injuries. One thing we haven't talked about yet that you point out in your book is that traumatic brain injury is the number one cause of future dementia. That's a little unsettling. <laughs> yes. and well, even more, even more unsettling, there's recent research that comes out that says that, um, you know, having a concussion doubles the risk of somebody committing suicide. Okay. And you have done, of course, cause that's, I'm sure where your heart lies. You've done a lot of work with veterans, um, did you kind of piece this together and look at because I've often just had the discussion with family or, or acquaintances that the the suicide rate among veterans is high. And why didn't we see that as much, you know, after what World War One or something like that? Do you think there's this link with poor eating habits? So we start out with a brain that's not all that great. Then they they go to battle, they get the concussion, nobody really pays enough attention to treating it properly, and now they're more prone for depression and, and suicidal thoughts. Is there a big link there? Well, I think there's two things that uh, that kind of intersect there. One is that, you know, if you're talking about battlefield injuries, you know, what we're able to serve the survival rate of the last 20, 30 years on the, on the battlefields in the Middle East and, and so on uh, are so much improved from World War I to World War II to Korea to Vietnam. Um, now we get to the Gulf Wars and, and, uh, and you know, Iraq and Afghanistan, and the, the body armor protection is so much better, um, and we're – and the evacuation procedures are so much better that people are surviving that previous wars never would have survived. Okay. Then you add in the the nutrition component on top of it, you know, then you've got a a setting to where uh, if they are are surviving, they're going to have a struggle. I, I think we're seeing more concussions on, you know, playing fields, sports fields, I think we're seeing more concussions and worse outcomes. And a big part of that is, in my opinion, the the poor nutrition status that we have generally in this country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what our show is all about, isn't it? And it just you just um, you back me up, Dr. Lewis. Hopefully my <laughs> kids are listening because there's so many times where they want to. Oh, I don't know. Have like three pieces of cake or stop and get some foo-foo high sugar drink at Starbucks. And I say, you know what? I love you too much to do that. (laughs) We need to feed our kids well. And so do you think, you know, because you are working in part, at least with veterans, is the food piece being addressed in the VA hospitals? I mean, are they trying to lay a foundation of nutrition when these people come in with head trauma? Well, that's certainly debatable, and you know, anybody that's been in the hospital uh, knows that you know there's, right. there's a reason why hospital food is sort of um, not given a bad <laughs> rap. Upon. Yeah, it's given a bad rap, yes. Um, and so, is that changing? You know, that's that's really you know there's, we're we're kind of hitting a whole broad spectrum of things here Um, because we could be talking about anything from a severe traumatic brain injury where somebody's in a coma and relying completely on the doctors and the hospital staff 
on what to feed them. That's a whole different thing than their typical concussions uh, where mom basically has control over how the kids are fed, as you know. So, you know, one of the things that I think for our listeners, because I don't think a lot of times our listeners understand what the brain is actually made out of. And maybe you could just kind of share with people a little bit about what what's in our brain. What do we need to feed our brain? Well, the brain's made principally water and fat for the most part. Um, and so staying hydrated, you know, is with always a, an important thing. Not diet pop with uh, water. <laughs> no, water. Um so that's an important thing, but you know, so but really, the principal uh, component of the brain is fat, fat and cholesterol, and so um, you can't have a brain without omega three fats, omega six fats, and cholesterol. It essentially, without that, you have no brain, and so um, there's a reason why we, you know, we've had nicknames like fathead, <laughs> things like that, right? Right, right. Um, yeah, that's, so we that's the situation is, you know, and and but it's really about that ratio between the pro-inflammatory forces and the pro-resolving forces. So, like I said, right. you need inflammation to help repair a brain, which is one of the reasons why exercise is so important because it's yep. really about increasing the blood flow to the brain. And if you, you know, Dr. Lewis, the music is starting. If you want to learn more or get in contact with Dr. Lewis, you can go to brainhealtheducation.org. He's got a lot of great information and you can contact him through that website and do check out his book um, because it is just a wealth of information. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, and thank you, Dr. Lewis. We appreciate you.